Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hey guys, happy Tuesday. Brian Davis here from Spark Rental, along with Denny Suplee. Hi, everyone. And we are so glad you guys are joining us today. So last week, Denny spoke with Jen Smith from Modern Frugality about how to reach financial independence through frugality. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I was actually <laughs> uh, vacationing last week. I was in the Pantanal uh, seeing wildlife <laughs> with my wife and daughter, which was fun. So today- In a frugal way. Well, you know, <laughs> we live a pretty frugal lifestyle. We live entirely on my wife's income and benefits, uh, which are not huge, by the way. The, at least the income is not huge. The benefits are pretty nice. Uh, we get free housing uh, <laughs> and we don't have to, we live in a place where we don't need a car. So we don't, don't own a car. It's great. Um, so today, Denny and I are talking about, should investors bother to pay a realtor? or when they go to sell a property, or should they use for sale by owner, given all the, the tools that are available to real estate investors nowadays and homeowners for that matter, right. uh, you know, the Zillow's and Trulia's and realtor.com and, you know, all of these tools and services, and you can pay a, a flat fee MLS listing. So it will be, your property will be listed on the MLS. Uh, so are realtors dinosaurs in, in today's world? especially for investors, you know, who are a little bit savvier about real estate. Now, right. Denny is a realtor. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> A, she's I, an expert. B, you know, she, <laughs> there might be a, be a little bias. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of bias here. <laughs> but we're going to dive in here because, you know, we, we hear a lot of investors ask this question, like, should I bother paying 6%, 7%, sometimes even 8% in realtor commissions? Uh, and sometimes we're talking about properties that are worth, you know, two, three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah, seven percent realtor's commission on a five hundred thousand dollar property is a lot of money. So, with that being said, you know, as you guys join us, let us know where you're tuning in from. Fire questions at us. This is an, an interactive podcast and video broadcast. You know, so this is not just us talking at you. You know, please, you know, get jump in and get your feet wet with us. So let's start this off, Denny, by talking about what are the pros of using a realtor? What are some of the advantages of paying a realtor in today's world? Well, I think um, the one of the top reasons is time. It's, it saves you time from doing a lot of, of the, you know, different parts of a, a sale or a um, purchase so or a, a rental. Um, and, you know, time... Uh, I'm older now, so time means a lot to me. And I think that um, it, no matter how old you are, time, time is important. And Most valuable asset. Yeah. It's the only really. asset you have that's not renewable. You can right. always make more money. You can't get more time. Exactly. So that's a big one. Um, their experience. They know how to, you know, market, place ads. Um, hopefully you have somebody who's very well 
that they just know the location. Um, you'd be surprised at somebody who might live in a location but don't know all the aspects of that, where a realtor will know some of the nuances that maybe somebody who just lives there or invests there may not. Um, yeah, that, that neighborhood level expertise uh, right. can, can really be invaluable uh, when you go to market a property. Um, and, you know, just to expand on that for a minute, you know, sometimes realtors do bring a, a level of marketing expertise, such as knowing how to shoot properties well, mm -hmm. you know, with their, with a professional camera, great, like a professional grade camera, they'll come in, they'll get the lighting exactly right. Then maybe they'll even stage it. Um, but you know, they will take way better marketing photos than you probably will. Um, right. So just to give one really quick and concrete example of how that marketing expertise can come into play. They also um, will be meeting prospects. So that's, again, saving you time. You don't have to go out and um, constantly show people. And, and that's time consuming, answering questions and all of that. Um, a big one, I think, is they take the emotional out of it because um, as much as we try not to, a lot of us, when we're selling our own, renting our own, um, or buying, we get very emotionally involved in it um, and very principled. So, and that takes away from the bottom line, which is ideally what <laughs> we're all looking for here. So having a realtor in the midst, a property manager or somebody who is helping you with this is going to take that um, emotional aspect out of this. Um, yeah. Emotions have no place in investments. Seriously. I mean, emotions are the enemy of investing um, both right. on the buying side and on the selling side, you know, way too many, you know, fear and greed, right? That's what, that's what everyone talks about in investing. <laughs> And if you let fear or greed drive your investing decisions, you will underperform the market. And so. renting. I, I think that's one of the toughest parts of rent. When you're renting out your property, you know, you hear somebody's story and you're like, oh. <laughs> you're talking about managing out. tenants. Right. Or just finding a tenant for a property because realtors can help do that. So, I mean, there's that's yeah, that can really be an, an issue. Um, and like Brian was saying earlier, most real estate agents will have a fairly good network um, of stagers and photographers, even maintenance contractors and things like that to get your house, you know, showable um, and things like that. Or even if you buy a flipper, so a flip like a house that needs to be flipped, <laughs> um, if they have those kind of resources in, in their network, that's helpful to you. Um, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Oh. No, I mean, you know, so yeah, they, they do bring a network, um, including things like home inspectors, contractors, property managers, um, perhaps photographers and stagers, some realtors, you know, they themselves are quite experienced photographers mm -hmm. and stagers. Um, so you won't even need to pay someone separate. Um, but yeah, you know, I think a lot of this comes down to what you've mentioned several times now, Denny, and is saving time, you know, delegating your tasks to other people, especially people who are subject matter experts like realtors, there's a real value there. So, right. you know, then the, the question then becomes, you know, is the trade-off worth it, right? Like, you know, is, is the money that I'm paying this person worth the amount of, of time that they are saving me? And potentially the the higher sales price that they can earn me in right. uh, in selling this property. And by the way, keep in mind that realtors 
uh, get paid by the seller. You know, both both the buyer's agent and the listing agent, the seller's agent, they both get paid by the seller. So right. as a buyer, it really doesn't cost you anything to use a realtor. Um, we're, we're really just talking about on the selling side, should you shell out the money for a listing agent? And you will, by the way, have still have to pay the buyer's agent in many cases. Um, yeah. That's, that's something that you'll typically have to negotiate with the buyer's agent. Um, you know, so just bear that and in mind. A lot mind. of inexperienced buyers are going to want somebody, a buyer's agent, just because a lot of them don't know the process. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like what Christina said. Um, I think for an out of state investor, real estate agents are super helpful. And that is so true um, on so many levels. No um, question. Yeah. yeah you, you need a, a local. Uh, expert, you know, both a market expert and you just need local boots on the ground um, when you own properties long distance. So, you know, someone needs to be able to walk through the property and take pictures of it and, you know, inspect damage and, you know, all of these uh, sorts of things that you can't do yourself if you are not there physically. Right. And, you know, little things like um, I recently had a listing and I was walking through it and they had um, a, a kid's room and the kid's room looked pretty good, but it was just full of just clutter and it made it look smaller. So, I mean, just a small little, I mean, and this, they were working on all these other areas and painting and everything else, but they were neglecting to see that. So a realtor sometimes can have an eye because when you're looking at so many homes, fresh eyes, right? Stuff that um, you're not, that you won't necessarily notice when you're too close to it. No, not at all. Um, negotiation, uh, realtors definitely have that experience. They're doing it all the time. Um, they know, you know, little tricks of the trade. So that's helpful as well. Um, and the paperwork in general, I mean, you know, drawing up the, uh, the, the sales contracts, although I guess that that's more done by the buyer's agent rather than the listing agent, right? Denny drawing up the yes. sales contract. It is, but it's also, um, as a selling agent, you also need to keep track of the timelines. You know, you want to make sure that their mortgage commitment, if that's an, a factor, is in on time, the appraisals in on time, the inspections in on time. And you miss one of those dates. It can put the contract out of, um, can't think of the word, but it can null the contract, basically. Right, so, because time is of the essence with real estate contracts, right? right? Right. Big time. <laughs> and, but the um, seller's agent also reviews the legal contract and will know what to look for, you know, buried in all that legalese, you know, I mean, real estate contracts right. tend to be, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70 pages long by the time you add in mm -hmm. all of the addenda and disclosures. So, you know, it's really easy for lay people to miss some of those like buried things in the contract, buried clauses that actually have a really big impact on your ability to sell on time. Um, you know, there may be contingencies buried in there that let the buyer escape the contract without losing their earnest money deposit, which you know, obviously costs you that money. Mm. Um, so a realtor can help spot those things for you. Um, by the way, Darren Stewart says, in my humble opinion, found that there is a, a 2080 rule uh, with realtors that 20% of realtors are good to great uh, and the rest are just there for the commission. Um, I have had similar experiences, Darren, that yes. some realtors are really sharp and they know their market inside and out. 
Um, they have great networks of experts, <laughs> but there are a lot of part-time realtors, um, you know, uh, it's, uh, not to use a stereotype, but there's a lot of like the, the part-time mom realtors that, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they think that they can, oh, you know, I'll just do it on my own schedule and, you know, but that's not, that's not how you get to be good at any field. Um, mm -mm. I mean, the, the best realtors are out there hustling all day, every day. Um, and and really know what they're doing in that market and are doing dozens of deals all the time. Um, Christina says there is a boom of wholesalers, but the issue with them is that there are no rules for them. As real estate agents, they follow ethical procedures yes. and rules and laws. Uh, yeah, so realtors can um, keep keep real estate deals ordered, uh, especially if you end up working with a wholesaler or people who are um in the industry and trying to kind of just move fast and loose <laughs> on on a deal um realtors can provide some guardrails there on those deals and make sure that everything stays right. uh, above board and and you know within your uh, or with your interests in mind so which is good because things you know like brian said <clears throat> those contracts are ridiculous i mean they're really long and most people just they don't really read them they go right through them and there's a lot of written in things like, um, you know, in Pennsylvania at the very end is where everybody writes in everything. And by the time you're going to that part, a lot of people don't even really look at that. And those are the important parts. Your so eyes are glazed knows, over by that Yeah. Point. So these are things that realtors can help you with. It's um, worth a lot more money sometimes than, than you think. But... Um, yeah, no. I always do that. I always interrupt you, but... No. <laughs> well, so before we jump into some of the advantages of, of going for sale by owner, are there any other advantages to using a realtor that you want to make sure that uh, people are aware of before they, you know, go realtor free? Well, I think we pretty much um, touched all the bases. I mean, just sometimes you have a team. That's something else that is good to, um, you know, keep. I work in a team. And it's very good because now you don't just have one person, you have a whole slew of people helping you and you're not going to get that on just your own. So, right. So if, if the, if your lead realtor is not available, for example, for showings or to handle incoming contract offers, you know, there's, there's someone else on the team that will step in and do the showings or review the offers and, and so forth. Right. Um, and, you know, one other point about realtors, is that um so yeah we talked about how they handle the the paperwork <laughs> i actually totally spaced out what i was gonna <laughs> say my, my last point about <laughs> realtors um but uh, yeah I, I i think we basically covered it that uh you know they they'll spot stuff that you, oh i know what i was gonna say about how they have a um good realtors in any given market especially realtors who work heavily with investors they often have an entire network of local investors that they can put deals out there to. And often you'll have offers within a couple hours of even running the idea by, past a realtor. We only have to list it on the market. Um, you just contact the realtor who is active uh, working in that market and working with investors. And they'll say, you know, I work with the perfect person for this. Let me make two phone calls and I bet we'll have a buyer. They'll call up their investor and say, look, I've got this exact kind of deal that you love. Um, what are your thoughts on it? And boom, you can have your sale done just like that. So that, that network yeah, is just incredibly valuable.
big time. All right. So Denny, what are some of the advantages of for sale by owner? Well, I mean, obviously the top one would be your, you're going to save a whole lot of money. <laughs> I mean, realtors fees also are negotiable and a lot of people don't realize that, but they are, um, the, like ask They're I know the average is six to 7%, but often I've gone 5%. Um, and some people will do it even for less. So you have to ask, you have to negotiate that. Um, they also have to keep in mind, you're going to get what you pay for. So you don't want to, you know, have somebody popping in there for real cheap and then figure, oh, well, I don't have to do that much work because they really got me down on the price. But the it's a lot of money. So on a $250,000 home, you're looking at $12,500 on up in your savings there. Um, so you got to weigh out your time and that amount of money. Like, is it worth it? And the aggravation factor, I always say you got to add in an aggravation factor because dealing with buyers and all the and mortgage companies and appraisers is aggravating. Um, yeah, I mean, you have to you have to take care of all those tasks that the realtor will be doing for you, um, staying on top of all the moving parts in the deal, making sure that the buyer is on top of things, which they often aren't. And, you know, they need to be babysat, basically. Con Right. contacting the lenders, you know, was, was the appraisal done? You know, I mean, all of these things, was the home inspection done? So, I mean, you have to babysit these deals if you're not going to pay someone else to do it for you. Um, not to right. mention all the things like showing properties and getting all the, the, you know, professional photos taken and the listings professionally written and all, you know, all of these things uh, that a realtor can do for you. And, and Christina made a good point that they can help you negotiate, um, keep things objective. Um, right. So, all right, back to advantages of for sale by owner. Um, you have a better hands-on of what's going on because sometimes, you know, you, you let it go, you give it to the realtor and sometimes, you you know, they can get busy. So they don't keep as in contact where when you're doing your own thing, you know exactly what's going on and when it's going on. Um, and this is definitely obviously a big one. You can sell it or rent them for less money. Now, with that being said, in the kind of market we're in now, sometimes having a realtor out uh, because you're getting a whole network of people who are looking for that type of home. And hence we have the bidding wars. Um, I think it's less apt to have a bidding war when you're um, selling it on your own, or at least a, a, with a, enough people that will spark up the price. So you're saying, when you when you list a property for sale by owner, you have more wiggle room on price since you are saving money on the realtor, right? Right. Uh, you have more wiggle room because your your net walk away price. So in a in a buyer's market, that can be very advantageous. Uh, in a seller's market, like we're in right now, um, you know it, it's less of a factor, like you said. Uh, but you know, also to your point, in a seller's market a realtor can help you can help set you up for a bidding war, right? I mean, they know exactly how to respond to different um, potential buyers who show a little bit of interest, but haven't actually made an offer to spark a bidding war that you as an investor or as a, you know, a homeowner seller that you probably don't know the, the right ways to kind of poke and prod and nudge these potential buyers to, to get multiple offers on the table and then leverage all those offers against each other to create a bidding war. There is a little bit of finesse there. Um, 
and that right. that finesse comes with experience right so absolutely and you can list your property see we have uh, realtor.com and zillow and uh, the facebook marketplace i mean just about all over the place that you and you can pay it's like 99 dollars. you can pay to list on the mls is it that cheap 99 bucks mm -hmm. 95 wow. 99 that's somewhere. pretty cheap yeah it used to be a lot more but i guess things things are changing out there disruptive technology <laughs> all right so bottom line should should people hire a realtor in today's world should investors should experienced real estate investors hire a realtor in today's world to sell their investment properties well i think um, i'm you're asking me and i'm a realtor so i'm gonna say <laughs> no hire a realtor um <laughs> it's, it's like would you go to court without alert uh an attorney you know small claims was, court yes right maybe so but a huge class like, action lawsuit no <laughs> no um i think in a seller's market you definitely want to have a realtor i think there's a lot of benefits to it um you know but i i think look one of the things we're all trying to do is passive right we're trying to invest as passively as possible possible and like brian had said earlier in order to do that you want to you want to have a, a you want to assemble your network so that you can do that um otherwise you're going to be going home at the end of the night because you just dealt with you know um the purchaser of your property and and they just decided they didn't want it so now i don't know what i'm going to do and the whole nine yards and it's it's just a pain in the butt so i personally like somebody else to handle it for me yeah, there's def definitely something to be said for delegating to an expert in any subject matter. Um, it, it saves you time. Uh, now, that being said, you can, uh, for certain properties, you can get away with listing it yourself. Um, like, right. for example, I have a, a rental property that I'm in the process of listing, and it's under a $100,000 property. If I were local, I would I would not pay a realtor to do that for me. Uh, I'm I'm not local. I'm in Brazil, <laughs> so so I, I am paying a realtor to take care of it for me. Uh, but if I were local, I would probably just do that myself. It's a, like we said earlier. There's that lawyer analogy, right? Like if you are sued, do you need a lawyer, uh, or if you go to court, do you need a lawyer? Uh, small claims court? No, you really don't need a lawyer. Uh, a major lawsuit? You do need a lawyer. Um, right. So you know some of it is just contextual as well. Um, Tara says someone in the Facebook group mentioned a real estate auctioneer. Do you guys have any info on that? Uh, and they, so, and they, they asked why, why should we not use an auctioneer? Uh, I will speak briefly to that. And then Denny, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. So mm -hmm. auction, real estate auctions are very hit or miss. I mean, I've, I've seen properties go for a very strong price at, at auctions, a price that you would be very happy to have gotten from a realtor. Uh, I've also seen properties go for a fraction of their real value at auction. Just depends on who shows up that day and who bids. Um, and, you know, I've been to auctions where, you know, there were a series of very, very similar properties that were all sold off independently. Um, and the first one went really low because everyone was a little nervous about bidding or, you know, people were just kind of feeling it out, feeling out the auction. So the first one went for a really low price and then all the rest of them went for pretty strong prices. Um, you know, as people felt more comfortable with the process 
uh, at that particular auction. And these were all very similar properties. So the, the first person got a really good deal at that auction and that seller got a really bad deal. Um, and the rest of the sellers came out fine. Um, so it's, it's just hit or miss. Um, and if you put, you can put a reserve price when you auction off a property, but it attracts fewer buyers. So right. again, trade-offs. So Denny, what are your thoughts on auctions? I think that, um, as a, somebody who's newly getting involved in that kind of transaction, you need some type of support um, because an auction is a whole different world um, pretty much. And the auctioneer doesn't really take the place of a realtor per se. It's more of the process, wouldn't you say, Brian? Well, they, they do. The auctioneer does market it for you. Um, but and in today's world, they typically list it on the MLS as well. Um, you know, leading up to the auction to, to build uh, anticipation and, and to, you know, get some audience attention on it. Um, I've never sold a, a property at auction. I have bought properties at auction. So I'm, I'm not as familiar uh, with the auctioning process on the seller side as I am on the buyer side. I, yeah, I've, I've bought properties at auction, but never sold them at auction. So uh, I can't speak firsthand to the process of, of selling a property at auction. Yeah, I have to say that I have not had too much to do with, with the auction process. I am looking at a property right now that's got a lot of land that's going for auction. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking into it, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know a whole lot either, but it's something maybe to explore. So that's a good, uh, that's a good topic. <laughs> so Denny, any last thoughts about hiring a realtor versus not hiring a realtor uh, before we call this episode complete? I, I think the biggest thing here is if you're a beginner in this whole thing, in the process, that I would have a professional. So I would hire a realtor. If you're somebody who's been around the block a couple times, you feel like you can do it yourself, you have the time, then, then you have to weigh it out and decide you know, should I or shouldn't I? There's also, um, I'm pretty sure they do it in all states. Pennsylvania has what's called a transactional realtor agent. Um, and that's somebody who will just facilitate the sale for you. <clears throat> so you don't um, pay as high. It's usually a flat fee or, or like 1% or 2% compared to the, the larger amount. So that might be an, another option to um, seek out. Okay. That's a good tip. I've actually never heard of that before. <laughs> maybe it's just a Pennsylvania thing. Maybe maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, so you guys, uh, we would really appreciate it if you left us some positive reviews, uh, both on on our Facebook page or on sites like SiteJabber, uh, and on for the podcast itself on platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, on that note, we're going to wrap things up today. We will see you next Tuesday at two p.m. Eastern, eleven a.m. Pacific, and as always, stay in touch with us. Let us know what you want to hear about. This podcast is about you guys. It's not about us. So absolutely, let us know what you want to hear about, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Have a great day. Bye now. Did you know we offer a free eight-video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side.